Have you ever been heartbroken? A thousand fucking times. I wish they'd fucking stop, mate. I'm a nice girl. Don't understand. Hi, my name is Tiffany Alice. I'm Danalea. And you're listening to Girl Meets Girl Podcast. This week, we'll be talking about all things relationships. So, how's your week been, Tiffany? Um, what did I do this week? My week's been pretty busy. Yeah? Had a couple collabs and stuff. Good. Yeah, you're wearing your new Juicy Couture tracksuit. I saw you did a yeah. collab. Yeah, I collaborated with Juicy Couture. That's lit. That's really exciting. What about you? Yeah, you know, just um, living life. Nothing <laughs> exciting. I feel like, I don't know, things just randomly come up for me. So last week I went to like a listening party, mm. which was fun. Um, I saw my friend Tiana, which I hadn't seen for a while. That was cool. Cute. But um, also, Summer Walker released her album, which I was really excited about. Yeah, I remember I was, you texted me. Yeah. She texted me like, have you listened to Summer Walker's album? And I was like, yeah, it's okay. You didn't give a fuck. No, I did. No, I actually listened to every single song. And yeah. then she was like, you need to listen to it again. But she said something like, listen to it in a dark room <laughs> with like, I don't know, just some depressing shit. Um, yeah, no, I, d- I prefer over it. Yeah. Personally, I downloaded two songs from yeah. the album, which I, it's pretty bad. With Over It, I feel like there was definitely like more variation to it. There I was, think I have there was a bit of everything song there. from Over It, whereas yeah. still Over It. I don't know. I'm gonna. I haven't given it a second listen yet. Yeah. So I will. But what do you think about the album? Yeah, I think it's a grower. Like the more I listen to it, the more I like it. But um, I don't. I think because it's like all one vibe. Mm. People are like. You know, they're like, oh, I don't, I don't know about this one. I prefer over it, but I feel like it's just, it's a. I feel like this project is a better body of work. Like it flows really nicely, and I feel like it's really nice how she told like a story, kind of. Yeah. With, with the ordering of the songs, how the beginning was like her defending him, and then by mm. the end of it, it was more so her learning a lesson from it. And I like what you said as well. You said something about um, her using it as her way to heal. Mm, which I no, like and I could, could definitely really hear that it was personal for her and she didn't care about and that's why I appreciate it because it's obvious it's personal to her mm. and we've kind of seen her relationship play out which makes us more invested and we understand and relate to it a bit more because we know that she who, who, what ex she's talking about yeah. or what baby mama she's talking about whatever so I do appreciate it but yeah I'm trying to stay away from heartbreak music in general because I just feel like I don't know I'm heavy on this whole everything that you do results in the life that you have mm. thing and that's my favorite genre of music yeah. as you know and maybe that's why <laughs> maybe that's why shit ain't working out for me romantically that's really interesting you have a point like music is a really easy way to manifest yeah, so we no. could be manifesting yeah. our lives with the music we listen to no everything you do is literally a manifestation of your life but we'll save that for a manifestation episode yeah. when we get into it but um yeah you mentioned heartbreak girl speaking of heartbreak speaking of heartbreak this episode as we mentioned is all about relationships yes. so i think a good place to start is talking about dating culture within our generation so mm. It used to be very hard to get the person you wanted. You had to do all these gestures, take them out and ask their parents and call Mm. the landline because there wasn't like phones and stuff back in the day. So it was a lot harder to get the person you wanted. So you appreciated them more. Whereas now I feel like this is literally how dating goes. Okay, usually DM, meet up together. We see some snaps, never heard of again. 
what happened to you and that person oh they're just gone okay mm. next person or it's like dating apps it's i just the dating culture in today's society is so toxic to me but i don't know what's your i agree i that? agree and i think that a main difference as well is people's um preference on dating has changed i don't think a lot of people are dating for long-term goals like long like for example marriage and stuff I think that's completely gone out the window for a lot of our generation mm. um so I don't know even like you said with dating apps and stuff personally I have never I've never funny story actually okay I did join um what's that app is it tinder yeah that, yeah oh, I, that's I, like the most obvious yeah, one yeah yeah I think it, I think I joined tinder one time just like as a joke um and then Obviously, you have to connect it to your Facebook. Yeah. And my on my on my Facebook, I'm like 70 years old because I made it when I was young, so I had to oh. put a fake age. So when I connected it to my Tinder, I was getting like I think it was called super likes from old men, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is going That's on?" That's where bro? the bear guy. That's where you should have stayed. Yeah. No, it's it's true. It's true. I've but... actually never been on a dating app before, but I have had people catfish me on dating no. apps. Yeah. This used to have this happened to me a lot in uni. People would message me like, "Oh, I've been talking to you on Tinder," and I'm like, <gasps> I've never had those apps in my entire life. That's so dangerous. I could never, I think, because of the type of work that we do. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to speak for myself. Like, I, I could never but end that, up on a dating app in thing. my life. I'm sorry, it's not for me. And also, little disclaimer, I know I'm going to sound like a pick-me-girl in this episode. I know it, and I've accepted that role. Is what it is. Because I actually hate this generation of dating so yeah. much. No, I, I understand. I like, I just think it's so weird. And it, it works for some people. Like, in uni... I'd be like to my friends, oh, where are you going? Oh, I'm just meeting up with this guy I, met on, I matched on Tinder today. I'm like, what? I know. You're not afraid but to why die? Is that why don't we? Uh, that's probably why. I mean, maybe because I'm a woman and I think of every worst possible yeah. scenario that there's creeps but out I'm there. I'm not going to lie. I just, I can't even put my finger on it. I I find date, being on a dating app a bit embarrassing. Like even saying that someone, I would be embarrassed no, but to people that, are but on there. People that? are on there to fuck though. People True. aren't on there yeah. to like actually be in a relationship. Well, most true. people, you know, you sometimes you do have people who end up, oh, I found like love of my yeah. life on there and it works out for some people. That's usually that's like the me. older people I feel like. Yeah, no, that's that's really not me. I also feel like um, social media and celebrities really play a part into how we view relationships today. Mm. Everyone is always, and I'm guilty of this too because I'm a huge Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker stan. <laughs> but like relationships like that that we glorify from celebrities and then when something goes wrong, like everyone was saying how much Quavo and Sweetie were goals and then mm. when it came out that they weren't actually, they had a really toxic relationship, everyone was just so heartbroken by it. And it's like, we get so invested in celebrity relationships and we try and emulate that in our regular relationships. Yeah. Like, sweetie, they have money. Yeah, <laughs> It's gonna be very different. Like your high school boyfriend's not gonna fly you out to fucking Dubai. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Cause he's and working you don't at H&M. You don't know what they have going on behind the scenes as well. Exactly. And it's really it's toxic. very controlled. Yeah, like, um, you know, there's like those people from America, those couples like Ari and Moneybag Yo yeah. and, I don't know, G Herbo, I don't know them mm-hmm. people. Like so many girls post photos of them and I'll just like, oh, I need a man to do this for me. And it's like, babe, you're literally dating men from Stratford. No, but that's what's wild. Like this is the whole baby daddy culture. Girls want a baby more than they want to get married. Like they just, they just, they don't care whether mm. or not they actually stay with the guy. And that's, do you know what? Each to their own in it. But for me, it's like, 
am terrified of having a child yeah, and not same. actually being committed to a man and just not having that security of at least marriage you know what I mean like mm. that scares me and I don't come across many people that still feel that way it's wild no it's actually really true and just what you were saying about earlier how marriage is like you used to date to marry Mm-hmm. and that's still very much my mentality mm-hmm. I just don't see the point in me wasting time getting to know a bunch of people just to never speak to them mm. again and to some people I, I see their perspective of oh it's just life is short it's mm-hmm. just fun people are just experiences not possessions I mm-hmm. completely get that but for me I've always wanted someone to just like build up with like let's let's do this thing mm-hmm. let's let's manifest our future together do you know what I mean like why not I crave stability and maybe that's just because of the upbringing I had I didn't have that stability yeah, I think it's really confusing to me how this generation is just all about like quick instant gratification and just sex and just quick little flings. I've just never been interested in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Again, I know I sound like a fucking poopy girl, but that's just my, it's just literally, no, you know I, I've tried. Yeah. I've tried to be a whore yeah. and it never works for yeah. me. I, it never works because I can't mm-hmm. force myself. Like this is me. I need to be in love with you and obsessed with you for me to like you. Yeah. Like for for, for, someone, for something to happen here. Yeah. I can't just be like, he's hot. Let's go and fuck in the stalls, in the bathroom, yeah. in the party. It's just, it's just I wish that even, was me. Yeah, it's just not even <laughs> but it's as not enjoyable. Me. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I just, I feel like that's the culture of today. And also with today's dating culture, everyone's on the defense. Everyone's going into relationships with the mentality of, okay, I'm going to hurt you before you hurt me. Cause we all know. Oh yeah. And it's just like, what's the fucking point? Just mm-hmm. be single. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And so many people are going into relationships with trauma from their last relationship. And yeah. like, it's just so fucked up how pretty much everyone can say they've had, like, for example, every woman mm-hmm. I know has been cheated on for example. Mm. And I just, I think that that shouldn't be normal. It but shouldn't it's normal. be. It's normalized. It's even to the point like, and don't get me wrong, you know, I love me some city girls, but it's even got to the point where like city boys, city girls up yeah. one. It's like, oh, uh, who can be the most trash? I'm sorry, don't involve me, please. I beg, I have enough trauma from my family, please. No. I don't need now random people to come and give me more trauma. Do you know what I mean? It's just not making sense. I'd rather just be single until mm-hmm. I find someone that's on the same shit I'm on. I mean, it yeah. feels like it's never gonna fucking happen, but hopefully one day. What's one word to describe your dating history? Interesting. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I feel like, I feel like I've, I've only had a few situations. Relationships or situations? Okay, Are you I, being intentional about using that word? I'm being intentional about saying situations. Yeah. Like actual, okay. So nothing like super serious. Yeah. So like, okay, this is the bracket in between me seeing someone and me being in a relationship with someone. So in this bracket, I haven't had many of those, but Mm -hmm. I feel like from what I have experienced, I've learned so much, like I've, they've all been so different Mm. to each other. Mm. So I've been in a relationship. I've been in, you know, more of a, me seeing someone, but it's not really a relationship. It's more just like- A situationship. Yeah, like (laughs) I like you, you like me. We both think we're attractive, but we're just gonna like go with the flow right now Mm -hmm. and just, you know, do whatever we want to do. And that, that comes from maybe like a difference in lifestyles yeah. as well. And if you're comfortable to share, do you feel like your dating history is like good? Like, do you feel good things when you think about relationships relationship or situations? Or, or is it, has it been mostly negative in this generation in general? Like what you've experienced from this generation of men? There's definitely good, but then I get the negatives like mm. instantly. Obviously I can think about the good, but when I 
automatically think about you my dating history. You just think about history. next straight away. Yeah. That's literally the same with me. Yeah, um, I was gonna ask. Yeah, for my dating history, uh, traumatic is the word that comes. Yeah. It just, it's <laughs> Tragic, shocking. Yeah. if I can use two. It's just shocking. Like, I just, it's, re- you know what? I don't want to even limit myself because I still have hope that, you know, the person for me is out there. Mm-hmm. But I don't also want to box myself in because I've only experienced dating really well in Canada and the UK, which is the two places that I grew up in. And when I was in Canada, I was like a fucking teen. Like that was not serious. Mm -hmm. So I do think the world is so huge. There's definitely someone out there like Mm -hmm. that morals align with yours and like you guys are, you know, meant to be or whatever. Also, like, social media is just riddled with conversations about relationships all the time. It's so draining. You can't escape it. We, Any app. No, seriously. Everything. We were even hesitant to talk about this topic because we were like, oh, are we, like, feeding into it more? Like, yeah. We've had enough about hearing about if someone should pay on the first date. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Just it's, shut the fuck it's, up. It's a tired topic, but a it's lot of tired. you didn't want us to speak about it. So we're going we're gonna to speak about it in a way where... From we, our perspective. Yeah, from our perspective... And yeah, it's just getting rinsed. Like you open Twitter, it's some random stranger. And when I was in a relationship, it used to actually affect me, like going on Twitter and seeing someone tell me at 9am, just open my eyes, just checking, like fucking hell, you need to know your worth. That boy, if he's not doing this, you need to leave. And then you kind of convince yourself like, yeah, fuck yeah. it, he's not doing that for me. Like, no, for do sure. you know what I mean? You actually like, mm. I feel like this is too close to me. Um, you actually do, get affected you can mm. say all you want like i've been like oh yeah that stuff doesn't affect me like i still have my own mind but subconsciously you go out with it your boyfriend you. You, yeah. he, he hasn't paid for a certain thing and you're thinking hmm fine boy no yeah. money exactly these things we see on social media does affect our relationships and it shouldn't get to that point or mm-hmm. even that's a good segue um you know, how you feel about your partner doing certain things on social media, liking mm. girls' photos, following girls. What's your opinion on all that type of category of stuff? Like what your partner should and shouldn't do on social media? Is that a real thing to you? Yes. Oh. Because, no, but you know why? Because social media, you know everything we've we've just discussed mm. about dating culture, social media is such a big part to play into that. Like yeah. it, it's, it's so much easier for people to enable their toxic behavior and stuff because of social media like the things that are encouraged on social media the accessibility like i'm i'm even me personally i'm able to see so many people that i would have never seen had social media Mm. not been a thing so obviously i get that you know it's inevitable there's going to be options there online but like i just i feel like that's I know that that's a reason why people cheat because mm. some people are just overwhelmed with options. They're like, wow. Yeah, there's like, so much accessibility and yeah. options and you you have a good thing, but you're here busy thinking about this girl you've seen on the Explore page or boy, do and you know I, what I mean? I just don't think that's a fucking excuse. Like me personally, I just think that's so fucking wild because like- Especially if you have a partner, yeah. And you've like explained to them something that you don't like on social media, which in itself is an issue. Like mm. the fact that we, we shouldn't be letting social media affect our relationships. And I've been guilty of this and it's like, or if you explain to your partner, like, I don't like how you're doing this on social media, it makes me feel like this. Mm-hmm. And like some, and it, it should be easy for your partner to be like, yeah, cool, I'll just stop that. Cause social media shouldn't mean exactly, anything. Yeah. Whereas people have this kind of like, well, no, cause I don't want this other person to feel away. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like we, we value what social media thinks of us more than we do our own relationships mm-hmm. at one point. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really shocking. And actually another thing about it, none of my relationships have started from social media. Every single relationship I've had, I've met the person in real life first. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's so 
rare. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen to me again, though. That's quite rare. <laughs> Especially after the pandemic. I, I don't think that's going to yeah. happen to me again. Also, another thing that's really popular within today's generation of dating and relationships, and I think as a result of everything we've just mentioned with all the options and the not trusting each other and all this mm-hmm. stuff, is open relationships. Yeah. I cannot get away from the discussion. It means, it feels like every single new person I meet is in an open relationship. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion on it all? Um you know if that's how you want to get down that's how you want to get down but that's not my cup of tea like I'm not gonna lie there was definitely a period in time where like you know about that I was seeing someone and I was like trying to be open to that that possibility because you um, were seeing someone who was was in in an open relationship at the time yeah at the time they were and I was just, I was trying to get into it because at the time I remember, you know, Jada had just released a Red Table talk about it, which came really in time to what I was like going through. And I heard Willow like basically speaking, young ass Willow, if young ass Willow could do it, I can do it. That's how I was thinking about it. Like she was just really speaking about it so maturely and how, you know, we're all just, we should all kind of like. You know what I was saying before about how people are experiences i think that's what she was because i yeah. think I'm, i listened to the same one yeah. you're talking about and like people are experiences you shouldn't feel possession to anyone and yeah. we're all just meant to experience each other and, all and this I, li- I like shit. that mentality. i'm sorry no i'm no, over no, no. it but when I'm i hear over it i own you <laughs> i don't give a fuck when i hear that yeah i'm like that's lit i wish i was mm. built like that but i wish i was like that. i'm not built, I'm not like, built that. like that See me, i like mine to be mine yes. do you get it like that's yeah. not gonna it's run not happy- like how I just feel like it's fucked. If if another person can experience what I experience with you, it's fucked. Like I can't see it the same way. Do you know you're, you're not mine. You're no, not exclusive. Like we're not. It's I just can't see it in a romantic way. Like yeah. And you know how actually popular it is. Like it, like when I tell you everyone's in the open. Um, <laughs> every single friend I meet, they're telling me oh, I'm in a new open relationship. It's a new thing. Like guys, it's actually crazy the rise of it. If it works for you, then then fine. But f- like when I ask my friends who are in open relationships, what is your reasoning? It's always oh, just so no one gets hurt. Like if you're not gonna trust it, I mean it's for the wrong reasons. If it's genuinely because you believe that you don't believe in monogamy, mon- is that what you're saying? monogamy, yeah. and you believe that just experiencing mm-hmm. people. Like um, one friend I said. One friend I have was like, I can't think of anything worse than spending 70 years with one person. It's like, you're obviously gonna get bored. No natural mm. human being can stay interested in someone for that long. That's far. Do you believe that? I. And she was like, any couple that's been together 60 plus years, you think one of them hasn't cheated? Every, everyone's cheated. And the whole basis of this whole open relationship trend feels like it's based off cheating. Why not just not cheat? Yeah. Rather than having to put yourself through something you don't necessarily wouldn't want, want to, to do. do. Yeah, you That's know? why there's this whole influx of just open relationships because people are just, they'd rather just do that than get cheated on. It's like, okay, well, at least I know what I'm getting myself into, but that's not right. And it's just raising the like possibility of not being able to actually find someone who wants a relationship um there was one friend i have and she just basically said that when she travels she has like a boyfriend like she has a boyfriend at home Mm -hmm. and then when she travels they're allowed to do whatever they want because they travel a lot Mm -hmm. because due to the work that they do and um 
yeah, basically he can do what he wants, she can do what she wants, just like, I don't need to know about it. Just make sure you're being safe, like. But do you know why that's fucked? Like, you're actually putting my health at risk. Yeah. So if you guys- You have to be really no, mature no, no, to have an open just, relationship. There's, there's too many things. And do you know what, yeah, I'm kind of looking at it like, it's, it's why cheating is so disrespectful to me as well. Like, first of all, if you're not careful, you could get a bitch pregnant. And what happens then? Yeah, oh, what happens Everyone's then? I'm packing dying. my bags. Are you Everyone's crazy? Everyone's dying. Like, are you crazy? Are you mad? So there's that. Say you catch something now and you come to come and give me disease from the dirty bitches that you're fucking. You you, you have no like concern for the other pe- for the mm. person you're seeing when you decide to like cheat. I don't want to say be in an open relationship because obviously it's an agreement. But for me, that's how I see it. And that's why I can't enter one. Like it's just there's Even just too much. Even if it was someone that you were just so in love with. No, because I can be so in love with someone if I don't feel like. I'm being loved in my love language. Like I will literally, I will cry every day if I have to. <laughs> I will cry. Yeah. And what do you think about like older couples who have been monogamous the entire time and then they want to like spice up specifically just their sex life? Because open relationships is like, you're actually having multiple relationships, not just right. about sex or just not, you might not even be fucking the other person. You just want a certain emotional thing that you can't get from your, mm-hmm. your partner from what I've understood of it. But what about um, older relationships? They've been together and it's only for the purpose of sex that later on in their marriage, they want to open it up and just like experiment a bit more, like introduce people, people yeah. into or even just outside of relationship. Yeah. I can't speak on what I'd personally do because I'm not at that age yet. But it's definitely more understandable for that yeah. for that to happen. I I don't think I don't think I could. I, that's the thing that <laughs> we don't know. We don't know though because we're not at that yeah, age. True. And I'm sure when they were our age, they didn't think that they'd true, get to that true, point. True, true, true. But yeah, I, it is definitely more understandable in that case. And if it is just a matter of sex, like it, I guess it does defeat some of the things I was saying earlier. But personally, I I don't see myself wanting to even do that. No, I completely get it. And I'm I'm kind of scared for where society's going. I don't think that everyone needs to be married. And I don't believe that marriage is the end or be all. Mm-hmm. I want it for myself. To, it's something I want because I've never seen at home. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that experienced, you know, marriage, stable marriages at that. Um, but if it's something that doesn't happen, like it's not the end of the world for yeah. me. There's other things I want more, such as mm-hmm. successful businesses and mm-hmm. stuff. I care about that more than getting married. Mm-hmm. But it does worry me a little bit where where society's going because like at what end like how far is this gonna go like what level is this going to reach to where we're all just playing these games and it's like aha i just got you so after the break we will be talking about heartbreak and our personal experiences and how we would deal with moving on And we are back. So, heartbreak. Yes. <laughs> so, Tiffany. End Obviously, I know the I know the answer. But yeah, have you ever been heartbroken? A thousand fucking times. I wish they'd <laughs> fucking stop, mate. I'm a nice girl. Don't understand. No, but you know what? That's actually true. Like for everything that you've been through. Oh, Dana, like, please don't get up the no, violin. Oh just, my god. Just, no, I'm joking. You know, I'm just saying our values. Like yeah. our values for dating. Mm. So many people have completely shifted their morals and values and wanted to go off and just be hoes, like we've said, or be whatever that is deemed as. Mm. Um, 
for less than what some of the things we've been through. So it's, yeah. it's really, it's hopeful to me that we will eventually find someone yeah. who's, you know. I think it really depends again on age, how we were speaking about before, because I thought I experienced heartbreak when I was younger. And now that I've entered yeah. adulthood and I've really experienced heartbreak, I'm like, oh, oh, this is this is real pain. Do you know what I mean? This is real heartbreak. Um, and honestly, has it gotten easier as you get older? I think it actually has. Because when I was a teen, it felt like my whole world mm-hmm. stopped. I would not eat. Like I would not shower. Mm-hmm. Like I would actually fall into deep depressions because of heartbreak. Whereas now I can function. Mm-hmm. I'm still fucking upset, but I can function. And because it's like, I have no choice. I have bills to pay now. Mm. I'm an adult. Like I can't just sit there sad about mm-hmm. a guy. So um, how I deal with it is definitely different now. But what's your experience been with, would you say that you've been heartbroken before? I'm <laughs> laughing because I know the answer, but you know, for the listeners. Yes. Yes. Damn. Like serious heartbreak. Like I'm still in the process of moving on from a situation too. So I actually understand it. And it is exactly that, a process. And with me and you, I don't know if it's you actually. I don't know if it's you. Because I've always looked at you and been like, I want to be like Dana, the way that you deal with situations. From what you portray, that's not necessarily what you feel inside. You seem to just bounce back so quickly. And just like, I know you might still be sad, but from the past situation, not just this one situation, but multiple situations I've seen you've gone through with guys, it just always seems that you just know your worth and you just know who you are. And yeah, you'll have some sad days, but for the most part, it seems like you bounce back. Whereas for me, girl, you know, it takes me three years to get over someone. But you know what's crazy? Like, that's that's true. You be be feeling stuff intensely. It's the Gemini in you that happens. (laughs) But it's like your body will just make you get everything done. Like your mind will be in this state of depression and Mm. whatever else, but your body will literally make you get up, get on with life and whatever it is you have to deal with, regardless of whoever's, you know, broken your heart. And I don't feel like I have that. That's something I've always admired in you because if whatever my mental state is, my body, my actions, it will reflect it. Like if I feel shit, I will be in bed all day and I won't mm. do shit. But I feel like because the because of the last situation I was in, it was the probably the You've most intense. Become very emotional from that situation. Oh my Dana God. was a stone cold bitch. I used to hug Dana and she'd look at me like, "What's going on in the world?" Like any form of love or emotion I'd show her, it would end in awkwardness or like just weirdness because she's not emotional. Yo. This last relationship situation that she was in she has she cries she actually <laughs> cries it's shocking i cry all the fucking time i think you met me crying Yo, Tiffany. whereas like, it's actually insane you've become so emotional and i think that's growth. i'm shocked you that's growth realize that yeah because you have to release like having that release mm-hmm. is really important mm-hmm. and it's not healthy to have this like you know because mm-hmm. eventually people like that break and you know yeah. worse things can happen definitely, so definitely. i definitely do do see how the situation has impacted yeah. you yeah i'm gonna be really real with you guys yeah because i feel like a lot of people think from social media that like i have all this advice and i do with certain things certain topics i'll talk down talk you down you can tell i talk a lot clearly but when it comes to this i'm still learning mm-hmm. i'm still learning i don't have it all together like things really affect me like dana just said so it takes me a long time to get over it. I'm trying to become not that person that's so intensely hurt by things that it I hold on to it and I get so upset for so long because mm-hmm. I'm wasting my life away by, by doing that. Um, so for me, I truly take moving on or healing or, or whatever you want to call it day by day. And I also don't do that fake healing Instagram posting, quoting shit. 
I actually mm. allow myself to feel shit. Like if there's a day where it's like, yo, I feel fucking shit. Like pe- you just won't hear from me. I'm not mm. going to post. I'm just going to let myself feel shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because I think everyone, that's another thing, toxic trait in our generation. People like wanting to look like they've moved on and they're over it and they're onto the next and whatever. Ooh, that will come and bite you in the ass. No, no. You need to actually spend time on your own, especially when you've invested so much time in one person for so long. Yeah, 100%. And just on that point you made, I can speak firsthand on that whole scenario of just wanting to move on, you know, like maybe fucking someone else and hoping that that, you know, eventually helps you move on. And do you know what? In a way... It might. It really depends on how invested the situation depends, was. Yeah, it depends what situation you just came from. Yeah. Like how and if how deep it I was. I feel like if you're feeling actual heartbreak, like your world has actually stopped, you're actually feeling physical pain from this situation ending, do not force yourself to move Mm-mm. on because it's not going to work, bro. You're, Every single person that does work. that ends up running back to their ex or running it's back not to another. You know I mean, it's not going to work. You need to spend time on your own. So often yeah. in this culture, like we're so afraid to just look at ourselves and spend time in isolation. That's why we, we need approval from strangers on the internet. We've become so dependent on other people's, um, like, what's it called? Like appreciation or mm-hmm. whatever, like that instant gratification that we get from other people. And you know what's bad about that as well? Yeah. It's like when you do that, you're gonna you're only putting yourself in a position where you're constantly comparing them to the person you're trying to yeah. heal from. Yeah. And that's really bad because that's time you're taking to still have them on your mind. Whereas Mm. if you were by yourself and taking time out to do other things, you know, you could do that. But Mm -hmm. instead you're unconsciously actually still making them relevant by comparing them to this person. And that's that's so bad. Just adding like more and more baggage Mm. to your life too. Like, I just think it's so important to be real with yourself. So yeah, that's definitely one thing I was going to say is just let yourself actually feel the emotions. Like, I think we're so embarrassed to be emotionally vulnerable as well. That's another thing, even relationships, people try to be emotionally unavailable. What's the fucking point? Like, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, cause at first I felt really embarrassed when I like just experienced heartbreak. I felt like, oh my God, like people were gonna know and all this stuff, like that was just a baggage on me. I need to pretend I'm okay. I need to like mm. just post and just be normal me and whatever. Like, no, who gives a fuck? Everyone experiences heartbreak. And also I don't even, I know we're speaking about romantic relationships specifically in this episode, but every single human is going to experience heartbreak at some point in their life. I experienced heartbreak when we fell out, when we weren't friends, mm-hmm. like friendship heartbreak is a thing. I've experienced heartbreak from my family. Like you're gonna experience heartbreak no matter what. It's a part of the human experiment. Um, human experiment (laughs) jesus christ the government (laughs) uh, the human experience and i think that means it's a natural thing therefore there must be a natural cure for it that's that's kind of my thought process with it if, if that makes any sense but yeah also when you do have your healing or whatever, which I'm not there yet, you know, almost, mm-hmm. you know, but when you do get there as well, this is another problem I have, shutting myself off to the world for a few years. Mm. <laughs> like I literally take years gaps between dating people. I'm trying to stop, I'm trying to be more open, but mm-hmm. also make space in your life for someone new when you are ready to come in. Yeah. Like don't shut every guy down or don't relate every guy to the past situations that you were in. Like or girl or whatever mm-hmm. um you know open yourself up and make also space in your life to manifest the person that's meant to be there like do stuff that you are interested in it 
interested in that you care about yeah. and you'll find that the t- same types of people will actually gravitate towards you yeah be the type of person you want to be with exactly exactly because you will genuinely mm-hmm. attract that energy trust me like it's exactly. we've seen it time and time again you hang out with bad people you get mixed up into bad stuff you hang mm-hmm. out with good people you know all of you come up you're all successful like it's just science it just comes down to literally yeah. science so it's really important to open yourself up as well and not be closed off and make assumptions about people like mm. be open but also go and call like don't have too many expectations like to, and that's another thing with me i'm like okay i've just met this guy does he want five kids is he gonna propose to mm. me next week that's very much me i fucking mm. hate that for me but it's just the way that i'm built and I'm, I'm gonna embrace it rather than just try so hard to change it or hate the mm-hmm. way i am it's the way i am I'm, I'm just built to be in more serious situations that's just me so i'm not gonna put myself out there until i know i'm very yeah healed and ready to do so mm-hmm. but for you i mean forgiveness plays a part in that too you need mm-hmm. to forgive just to let go because mm-hmm. you don't forgive it's just gonna be baggage on you it's not affecting no yeah, one else everyone else is going about their do. regular life you're mm. there all bitter you need to forgive mm-hmm. and and that actually is very hard for me so yeah um forgiveness I 100% recommend forgiving regardless of what you want to do. Whether you want to stay with that person, whether you want to move on, whatever it is, like make sure that you have reached a point where you can just, I feel like it's bad to harbor hate. So Mm. maybe just stop hating the person because it's just, it's only gonna kind of put you in a place where it's like, I don't know. I just feel like hate is just a not. It's not easy. It's it's not. It's definitely not easy. Well, I think that was like just stop hating. Yeah, it's not. It's not <laughs> it's easy. Not but easy. um, trust me. Like once you stop, it, sometimes we feel like we need to hate that person to move on. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to actually be like that. And that's what we the, the mistake we sometimes make. Um, but as for staying with someone, I I don't recommend that. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Like I don't actually recommend. <laughs> staying with someone that you know has done some shit that's left you, that's left you heartbroken and moving on and actually trying to be with that person takes a lot it's it takes a lot of building trust it takes a lot of you know even the forgiveness that the forgiveness you'd have to feel if you weren't with that person compared to the forgiveness you have to feel when you're with that person it's, it's quite different like you're gonna be reminded of a lot of things that upset you because you're with this person like that's inevitable like you're just you'll be having a great day and then you'll just look at his head and then just think oh exactly. I fucking hate you out of nowhere definitely if, do you know what I mean? no, literally. whereas if you weren't with them that wouldn't really be a problem mm. but you know once you decide to enter a situation again with that person you know it's 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 unfair to put that on them because you've yeah. made the agreement to, to, to try and to try it. again exactly so i think if you are going to try again just go in with pure intentions and don't try to be that person that's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you back. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that because you know it's just gonna bite you in the ass. Just really take it a day at a time and maybe explain to the, to your partner as well, like what what some of the things are that you feel like you need a bit of patience with on their part. Like some things that might be triggering to you that weren't triggering before this heartbreak situation, and just see if they can accommodate to that and really just keep an eye on whether they are changing the things that you want them to change because I feel like that's the main thing like we're all human we all make mistakes if you choose to accept that that's cool but what are we going to do about it now that's the main thing and don't allow 
basically take your past situation on or how you were heartbroken and learn from that if you're going to do it again with this person don't make the same mistakes on your end and be very aware of what you contributed to that situation as well Mm, it's very easy and i'm a i'm guilty of this just blame 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 it's so easy to blame everyone else like Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that you could do for not only yourself but everyone else around you is having some self-awareness what part did you play into into things and it might be very small in comparison to the person that you were Mm -hmm. dating but like it's still something that you need to work on so i agree with that yeah I think what also might be helpful for you guys is if we give you some pointers on things we've learned from our situations. Mm-hmm. So, shall I go first? Yes, because okay. you seem very prepared. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> um, one thing I've learned is definitely always trust your gut. If you're a reasonable, if you're a reasonable person, Oof. I feel like this is where you also have to be a bit self-aware. Like if you know you're not really that irrational, but you have a, a gut feeling about something, always address it. The, more, the earlier you address it, the better because it lessens the chance of it ever being something later on down the line. That, trust me, it will always come back. Always address it. Um, age does not equal maturity is another one for me. I feel like... Um, so many girls would be like, oh, I love older guys. I, went out for, I feel like all my stories start off with, I went out for dinner with my friend. How many friends have I got? I swear yeah. I ain't got that much. <laughs> but anyway, went out with one of like for dinner with one of yeah. my friends. And she was like, how old is the guy that, you were, that you're dating? And she asked me like how, what mm. age, like the kind of guys that I've dated mm-hmm, in the past mm-hmm. have been. And I told her and she was like, ew. She was like, you should only be dating 30 plus. Really? And I'm just like, for what though? For what reason? You know what? Like, I'm not going to lie. Obviously dating older men does come with, I think... I'm sorry, aspect- you're not finna try and no, give but- me a baby. I'm 23, baby. I'm I'm a spring chicken. I'm sorry, okay, no. Purr, 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 no, purr, purr. no. <laughs> I don't like that. No, you know I what? You can that. be at different stages in life and it will cause, it cause that's, conflict. That's the thing. Like for me, obviously, if we're being honest, like men mature later. So if you're going to go for an older guy, the likelihood of him being more mature than going for someone who's younger is is very likely. But all I'm saying is don't, place that on everyone because not everyone is the same you might come across people your age that have you know higher intellect more maturity more emotional intelligence for me that's something I've noticed that I really need like you know I could Mm. date someone who's older he could have his life together so in that aspect he is mature like in life he's mature but But he hasn't necessarily been through anything like you couldn't be really young Mm. and and have gone through so much experience that your level of maturity and self-awareness is just so high you know what I mean compared to someone else who's older exactly a red flag i feel like is when he only does nice things after he's fucked up that is a red flag honey and if you can nip that in the bud if you can nip that in the bud from very early on that's good and just i feel like you should be in a space where you guys are doing things for each other because you want to because you're happy you're so happy and in a great not because you're constantly trying to make up for something that you yeah. fucked up for otherwise it's like just financial manipulation exactly i think that's pretty ridiculous yeah. so make sure if they are obviously that's normal you know something might happen the guy or girl might want to make 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 it up to you by you know buying you something or taking you out somewhere that's that's normal that's a normal thing to do but just make sure it's not only when they do these wrong things to you because that over time can create some sort of toxic 
exchange I'm sure of so make sure that's something that you're aware of well guys it feels like we've said so much about this relationship topic and there's definitely so much more that comes into relationships such as sex cheating standards all that type of stuff that if you obviously want us to speak about in another episode make sure you let us know and spam our Instagram at girl meets girl podcast um yeah we really hope you enjoyed this one however we will be back after the break with pop goes culture and we'll be talking about this terrible event that happened at the travis scott concert welcome back to pop goes the culture where we talk about all things popping in the culture so this week we'll be discussing basically um travis scott had World Fest, which is a festival that he holds in his hometown of Houston, Texas every year. And mm-hmm. he basically performs and he, he brings his friends to perform such as Drake and etc. And it's just his way, I guess, of giving back to his hometown and putting on a huge show for them. Um, so this was about like, what, a week ago? Yeah. A week ago now. And unfortunately, it was so overcrowded that eight and counting, because there's more people who are in comas and stuff, mm. people have died. Youngest being 14, and there's 11, an 11 year old boy in a coma. And it's just so sad. Like deaths at concerts have happened before, but it's been with artists from like the nineties or like it's happened in like a house festival, like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whereas Travis Scott is so universal. And this is why I think it's g- gaining so much traction. And also the fact that people believe that he might have incited basically the kind of riot Mm -hmm. culture that his concerts often have so it's a very sad situation we obviously want to be like really sensitive to any families affected by this and yeah what do you think about basically what happened so yeah i'm so spooked out by it i feel Mm. i feel genuine like my heart hurts for the Mm. people that were there for the families because that's such it's such a heartbreaking way to go. Like I know, like you're somewhere going they to should a be safe. Somewhere they should be having fun. Like mm. you just, I, I can't even imagine. But yeah, I feel like if I'm gonna be honest, Travis, man, my respect for him has gone down after this. Like I, I was definitely, I, I don't know, I don't know how to speak on it because it's still so shocking. We're still to me. like information's still coming out as the days yeah. go on, so we'll see. But he's had a number of lawsuits against him. Mm-hmm. Also, Drake has because Drake was like a guest. And here's which my I thing. don't agree with Drake having lawsuits against yeah. him because I feel like how is that his fault? It, it wasn't. It wasn't really. If we're being honest, yeah. Well, on, uh, to be fair, I don't know much about Drake, but with Travis, the, my problem with Travis is that cool. He's created this riot culture within his fans which is normal like that's that's rock star shit you know rock stars be doing Mosh it why pits can't, and like why pushing can't each other it? and all this stuff right but if you're gonna do that at least make sure it's patterned why is there only two ambulances at and there's over 50k people people have snuck in as well on top of that mm. like there's paramedics don't know what they're doing like water is seven dollars no, you don't even pe- have no, you don't people, even have water available for people I, but also knowing, how does travis scott doesn't sort any of that shit out like people forget no, but that that's the thing celebrities have an entire like 
the artists just show up. No, but that's f- they no, don't but have any clue. I'm not, I'm not defending him. I'm yeah. just saying, like, where was his management in all of this? Like his management team. Why didn't they arrange more ambulances? And can I also say that the people who attended the concert, who were stepping on people who were clearly passed out and jumping on them and excited You're about scum, it bro. and fucking jumping on ambulances, like, where's people's home training? Because I don't care who I'm seeing, bro. Like, you know how much I love fucking Lil Uzi, who, mm. whoever it is. I don't. It doesn't matter who I'm seeing. How much I love them, I'm still a normal human being with a brain. If I yeah. see someone pass out next to me, like I'm going to pick them up. And that's the thing, like the thing is with Travis that makes it different to other artists is you are aware of what your fans do when they go to your concert. Yeah, definitely. There's been Travis has been arrested multiple times for for Inciting the activity. The yeah, yeah, exactly. He's had people passed out at his concerts all the time which is why not just which that is, like which he's is why said that he's wanted to see blood and like he's exactly. wanted the people he, to fight he encourages there's even it. like because of this you know when someone's being cancelled a whole load of their old videos come out mm-hmm. and there's so many old videos of him like I think he was performing and he went into the crowd and someone like grabbed onto his shoe and he was like, yo, like this guy just tried to steal my shoe everyone fuck him yeah. up everyone fuck him up and everyone's like punching up this guy in the crowd and it's like what the fuck girl he made a guy jump from the balcony and he ended up paralyzed like he he entices crazy things and you know what that's also the fans the fans have to take accountability for doing those things like you have your own free will at the end of the day also with a lot of these events they need to anticipate the amount of people that are going to come and Mm -hmm. more however as we've seen from a bit of the back behind the scenes Mm -hmm. They purposefully make these events and stuff such limited spaces and want it to seem very overcrowded because they they need to make it look like, oh, we're so in demand. That's Mm -hmm. also a thing in the industry where people, and that's risking people's lives and health at this point, just Mm -hmm. so that you can look what, like cool, because more people have come to your show than anticipated. Anticipate for the amount of people that are going to be there and accommodate for that, you know? Mm Well, that ends our segment and ends our show. So thank you so much for listening, guys. And as Tiffany said earlier, please let us know if there's anything else you'd like us to touch upon because we could genuinely go on about this topic. As we said, there's a couple of things we didn't mention. Within like, relationships, yeah. yeah and so. also we're like halfway through the season now, yes. guys. We're halfway <laughs> through. So we really hope you're enjoying it and let us know what you want to see for the final half of season one. And we'll catch you in the next episode thank you so much bye make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at girl meets girl podcast this podcast is available on spotify apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts till next time ttyl